It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Tonight you are having a night. Oh my God. What? On today's podcast, we have Sue Chan. Sue Chan, maybe one of the coolest humans on the planet. I feel like this is basically a trend with our interviews. It's like, crushes that we have on other humans. You know what? You're right. Yeah. We basically just invite someone over to come talk to us for an hour so we can try and emulate them. Yep. She runs her own company called Care of Chan. It's so badass. She started working for... She basically is the woman behind David Chang. Yeah. She started working for him right out of, I think, college. And then left, started her own hospitality company and throws the coolest parties. Yeah. So we have her and her... Badass associate Jade. Yeah. Oh my God. Such a good interview. Also a dancer. Also a dancer. Another oh theme. Oh my God. What I will say about this episode is it is slightly loud. Like there's some extra ambient noise, but guys, just ignore it because they're both so awesome. Yeah. You you won't even hear it. Can't wait. Okay. So here we are with Kara Chan with cool. Jade and Sue. So excited. Um, I mean, I feel like we should just start with how you guys got into hospitality. In the first place, like, was that always sort of where you were leaning, or did it start with food or parties, or like, what was the initial in for you? Yeah, I mean, I've always, this is Sue speaking, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'll be the deep voice. Of, <laughs> um, um, I, I grew up in a family that was obsessed with food. I'm like half Taiwanese, half Malaysian. Food is like a big part of both cultures, and um, I've just always loved eating and bringing people together over food. And I think I like made my first meal. Like, I helped my dad with Thanksgiving dinner once, and mm-hmm. it was just, like, so rewarding to see people so excited about, you know, providing them the sustenance. Was and there, like, a Taiwanese-Malaysian twist to Thanksgiving? There was not. We made a lot of duck um, for Ooh, Thanksgiving, so in, instead of turkey. I mean, yeah. Asians really don't like white meat, um, like dark meat, because it's a little bit juicier. But So, yeah, so <laughs> turkey was not big in our family. Superior. It was mostly duck. Um but yeah, so other than that, though, no, it was pretty traditional. Uh-huh. It's definitely very Americanized growing up. But yeah, so always just loved um, food and bringing people together over food and like planning birthday parties. Like that was always like my thing. Yes. I wanted to like totally. plan my birthday party. And I think the first birthday party I planned was probably when I was like 10 years old. Oh. Um, and uh, I loved, um, I loved corn dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a sleepover. And then in the morning we had corn dogs for breakfast because it was my birthday and we could do whatever we wanted. Um, I think there's like a video of us eating corn dogs for breakfast. That's you need to redo that party. I know, right? Like, this is like, I feel like all yeah. Ari and I talk about is like potential parties that we could throw in yeah. terms of like just bring everybody together and then just have like a bunch of different things of candy and then everybody sleeps over and you wake up and have more <laughs> candy or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, just variations on sleepovers. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. that feeling yeah. of just home. the high oh low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. That's great. So then, okay, so that was your okay, so that was your birthday, and then yeah, yeah. how did you sort of? Transition and then David or... Chang found out. Yeah, about yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and then, then David Chang wrote about it. 
You know, and then I moved to the city and um, went to college at Barnard uh, uptown um, at Columbia and uh, got more into food, but more from like a political activism side. Oh, okay. um, so read like Omnivore's Dilemma, like a lot of people right. did um, when that came out. And that totally like revolutionized my life. And I stopped eating corn syrup and totally only shopped at farmer's markets and had like a, you know, awakening when it came to what type of food I put in my body. Um, so when I left college, I really wanted to give back to the community uh, by working at a food nonprofit. So went to go work at Food Bank for New York City. Um, and then after there, after being there for a couple of years, um, I actually found a job on Craigslist at Momofuku. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it was like a chef assistant position. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, I got it and the rest was history and was there for seven years. Wow. Um, but I'd actually worked at the Spotted Pig when I was in college in the kitchen there oh. um, for like a month as an extern. So you were really doing food and then sort of transitioned into events and hospitality. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've just always, I don't know, I've been, I'm an extrovert. I'm an only child, so I always love Me having too. people. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like people are always surprised that I'm an only child because um, they're like, you're so much more social than all the other only children yeah. I know. But I think because I'm an extrovert and an only child, I just wanted to have people around me because yeah. I didn't really grow up with a bunch of people around yeah, me. Yeah. So um, I've just always, like, I was the social chair in my high school newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I've just always been that person trying to, I don't know, bring people together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. And what about you? Um, this is Jade. Yeah. This is Jade. Yeah. A uh, higher tone voice. Um, <laughs> I started, my family is also like very big into food. My dad is a really great at home chef. Mm-hmm. So, and we were also that family that like every Friday night we would eat out. So like from an early age, it was like really indoctrinated. Like this is what you do. And this is like how you like go out to eat. And this is how you dine like in public. Yes, so I was like totally. very aware when I was seven. Um, and yeah, from there, it's just like you get your first job. I worked at Quiznos. And it was, oh, my yeah. God. I love, uh, openly still love Quiznos. I, I've only had it once, and I thought it was epically delicious. It's, yeah, and there's only one in the city. Which like, is what's not, not to like? Yeah. It's just a hot sandwich. <laughs> a hot, greasy sub. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, just from there, like, working in restaurants, um, uh, like, as a host or, and then, as a host and then transitioning into more like back of house uh, administrative duties. Mm-hmm. Um, but for myself also um, working in restaurants and like planning things or like, the, I think they intersect. I do a lot of like dance and comedy stuff. So planning those events for myself and then planning like uh, events with care of Chan or planning even just like dinner. There's like an intersection that they both meet at. Mm-hmm. They're both experiential. They're both, uh, not the word is it's not effervescent they're ephemeral so Mm -hmm. those two things like that's really what I'm interested in is like the ephemerality of Mm -hmm. events of whether it's dance or comedy or just like a dinner totally yeah I think that's what we're really into too as opposed to just going to a restaurant going to an Mm -hmm. event going to a dinner party that's singular and therefore unique and you're talking to strangers and you're it's it can't be replicated which is um why we're trying to encourage people to throw more dinner parties is kind of the point of this podcast because people the restaurant culture is huge it feels bigger than it ever has been before and then also takeout but no one no one's just throwing dinner dinners or small events for their friends in to like capture the uniqueness and the ephemerality of it and something that we talk about a lot is sort of this idea of like that our generation seems to be embarrassed about making something special for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And like how Wait, to... really? You think that? Why is that? Well, I think that it's like, 
every, you know, everybody wants to be super chill yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. no, like, oh, I didn't put in any effort. Like yeah, I just yeah, threw yeah. this together. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, like I didn't even set a table or anything. And it's like, yeah. but it can be nice to, you know, to really put an effort and you don't have to be embarrassed about yeah, putting yeah. effort in. And I think that's something that, you know, that Ari and I wanted to, to talk about in this podcast is like how you can make things special for yourself, for other people and like really throw something that's an actual event. That's a real night as opposed to just like, Oh yeah, I had six people over and like we ordered in pizza, mm-hmm. you know, which can be fine. But then like, I don't know, put on some Italian. Music or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, like light some candles, yeah. make it a, make it a thing. Well, I think it's all about like adding some thought, you know, like yeah. what, and I'm all about highbrow, lowbrow. So like, yes, oh my God. Ordering pizza. Yes. Hell yeah. I actually did. But, um, a party the other night with my friend Chloe and uh, we just got a ton of pizza and asked everyone to bring natural wine because we're both so into fun. natural That's wine so it's like high and low and um, it was easy for us to entertain for a lot of people and then um, people were into it you know they were yeah. like oh whoa I just brought this really fancy natural wine but we're gonna have pizza with it yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah. are other ways? Because that's uh, I, I, high low is like all over these mm-hmm. are yeah. less questions, of course, because I think that's all actually part of how you can also make people feel normal and comfortable yeah. in your house. Exactly, For is sure. by not being like there's Rabbit a salad wine fork and this and, and you know. right. yeah. yes, and like yeah. make sure that you're drinking out of the right glass or you know whatever it is. Um, but what are like other ways that you love to mix high and low? Yeah, I threw a party once that was um, Chinese and champagne. So it's Chinese mm-hmm. food it's and awesome. champagne. So um, our one of our clients and our friends, um, the Mimi Chang sisters, mm-hmm. so these mm-hmm. two sisters, Hannah yeah, and Marianne, yeah. who own um, a really amazing dumpling house called Mimi Chang's, um, they made this incredible uh, meal of Chinese food, so like dumplings and noodles, um, and then we served it with champagne. Um, so yeah, yeah, so that's definitely like high-low. And, and actually people don't realize, but champagne actually goes really well with most foods, especially something as mm-hmm. spicy and flavorful like um, Chinese food. So yeah. um, I love making high-low, like you said, it makes it super accessible. It also just makes it more memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like, you know, it, it's it's interesting that you would make something, you know, high and low. So yeah, right, unexpected. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And actually Dave Chang does that. And that's why I think people really took to it. It was 100%. really high quality food in a super casual setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know, gone are the days of the white tablecloth. Totally, right? and we're a lot, lot more casual. And even if you look at an average office, like what people wear to the office, is a lot more casual these days. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the life is just too short. I think to take yourself so seriously all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is there any part of that that you wish there was a little bit more of? A more high or low. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Or just when you're talking about, like, gone are the days of the white tablecloth. On the one hand, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, it's great to be irreverent. Well, I actually, and Jade knows this well, I'm upset. I I don't know. Some of my favorite restaurants are, like, The Grill or Mm -hmm. Odeon or these places that have... I mean, I think Odeon has white tablecloths, right? (laughs) I, I, I still... My favorite restaurant experiences are ones that are a full experience. Mm-hmm. Like the reason why the grill is so fun is because there's all this like history to that building yes. and like the plateware was like modeled off of you know JFK's presidential plateware. You know, like there's just all these stories and all these little bits and pieces that make it that much more interesting of an experience. And um, I think in this day and age of like everything being the new, new, new and the hot thing and like yeah, you know everything. It's like if it goes viral, it has like a 10 second lifespan and then we move on to the next thing and, yeah. and you know for days. yeah exactly and no, so, so something that has been like tried and true and has um, lasted a long time mm-hmm. or brings 
back this nostalgic feeling of a certain area era or time like that is much more interesting to me than like yeah. the new hot chia bowl or whatever the fuck oh, you know of course um, yeah. Well, yeah. To the, to I do like chia bowls but I mean like you know, you know what I mean? like, <laughs> but we don't the like the new hot one yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. or like what's the next poke bowl like I don't care you yeah. know yeah. yeah so when you're curating a guest list how, like how do you curate your guest yeah. list you know let's say like you're having I mean of course you guys are throwing big events yeah, but yeah. Mm -hmm. do you try to pull from all different groups like yeah. all different industries yeah I mean when it comes to work related um, events or client related events I mean that's we, we always try to make for a good crowd right it's like are all these people going to get along are all these people do some of these people know each other right um, and that's how I approach even like my personal yeah. parties that I do or dinner parties, right? You want to make sure that everyone's going to kind of jive and like, there's not going to be like awkward silences throughout the whole yeah, dinner or like, or like at a cocktail party, people aren't going to be just like in their little corners, mm -hmm, not talking yeah. to each other. And, um, and I always view every single event as an excuse to get people together, whether it's my birthday or a dinner on a random Monday, mm -hmm. like any opportunity to bring people together. I, I love to do it. Like I don't, like, for instance, it was my birthday last December, and um, I don't know, I, I, I ended up inviting more and more people, and it ended up being, like, 50 people for a seated dinner, but, um, but it was about, like, creating, like, a good group of people, you know? It's not, like, every single person, there. it's not like it was, like, 50 of my closest friends and family, like, right. that would be crazy, I don't right. have, you know... I'm not that close to all 50 of them, but but it was like made for a good party, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, and, and I, you know, kept every guest in mind and being like, okay, are you gonna have fun? If not, maybe if we invite this friend that we both know, it'll make it that much more fun for you. Right. Um, so yeah, so definitely always thinking about the dynamic of a room for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and for certain clients, you know, they want more restaurant people there, but then how do we round it out so that um, it can be fun and dynamic and interesting? Yeah. yeah. And but I always you... do think about like every single guest, like literally every single guest and be yeah, like, okay, are they gonna have fun? Who else do I invite? Yeah, do I invite totally. them together so they know that they're coming? And it's definitely like an art to it. Yeah, totally. also different friends have different clout with other friends it's like oh is she coming then I'll definitely come yeah exactly yeah yeah Ooh, that's true yeah and like you know certain people have yeah our connectors and yeah, yeah exactly my least favorite thing is when I invite people over for a dinner and they go who else will be there yeah oh, like, that's not yeah yeah, yeah I know because you're not but, gonna okay. come when I give you the guest list but but, but I will say like I know one of your questions is like how do you make sure people show up like yeah I never take people declining or not being able to come personally oh, at no. all right? right but like even that it's like a lot of people are socially awkward and they maybe need to know that oh I have a friend there in order yeah. for me to be comfortable right true. so like I always try to like have empathy and like not everyone is as social as us <laughs> and wants to always be around people and so have empathy for people's you know weird quirks and, you're so right I know because yeah. I get that and I'm like fuck you I know yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. who do you think I am yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but you're right yeah. yeah but then I think also the more you do the parties the more people start trusting that like oh I know I'm gonna have a I good time I always have fun right. there exactly yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I'm just going to say yes to everything that you invite me to because I know, yeah, have fun. One thing that like is, is constantly on my mind when I do a smaller party is email, paperless post. I feel like it's so hard to um, capture the spirit of an event just through an email. Yeah. And then I agree people with think you. it's too casual and then they never respond and then you don't have like, yeah, like the a correct guest an account. Accurate an head accurate, count. Yeah. Yeah. And, so then you're like, wait, is it going to be six people? Is it going to be 20 people? I don't know. And then yeah. you said reminders, and then you feel like an asshole. Uh, what do you use if you're if you're doing something more personal? Um, 
I really don't like paperless posts. There's something like... It's almost I don't know. too formal. Yeah. I don't know what the... Imp- and too many things to click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it feels like, I agree, too formal, but not formal enough. You know, like... Yeah. Like, there's nothing like a paper invite. Not that I ever send those out. But, like, right. there's just something... If, if you're going to make it that formal, invite. like, do a paper invite. Mm-hmm. Or else just email. I mean, I always do the strategy of, like, texting some friends, some key friends, to make sure they're around for the party. And then yeah. that kind of solidifies that there will be people there. Right. And then sending the mass email to the group and yeah and I mean there's actually and we do this um, for our, our clients too whenever you're inviting people we always invite twice as many as we want our, of RSVPs and then for RSVPs we always account for like a 30% drop off 30 to 50% drop wow, off depending so on the type of party twice as many Obviously, if you did that at home, it would be a full-blown disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm so obviously, protect. I know, obviously, like, a home party, it's different. But it's, the numbers around there. Let's say you're inviting, let's say you're, you're aiming for, like, 12 people. I'll invite 24 people. Because, like, it's New York City. Everyone yeah. has so much shit going on. Well, you know? so I was, I feel like, you know, Ari and I always have this experience where, like, the, like, the dread in my stomach when I start hearing my phone buzzing right before a dinner oh, party. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it exactly. anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, turns out my dog has diarrhea. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Get your ass to my I, house. I know. It is always <laughs> funny how people have, like, the craziest excuses <laughs> when it's like, guys, it's going to be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 So, like, what do you do if yeah. it's, like, right before an event and people just start dropping Well, so off? I, that, that's why we always account for drop-off. Yeah. You know, like, um, we always assume that 30 to 50 percent of I mean, for like a large party they're like maybe closer to 50 but for something intimate maybe like a couple people will drop out yeah um i always account for that and over invite actually there's a running joke in the office that um whenever we send an invite we'll like wait a couple days we're like why oh people are RSVPing okay make another invite list yeah. invite tier two invite <laughs> tier two oh, and then we invite tier two yes. and then all of a sudden all the all RSVPs of- come we're like totally. fuck close shut down yeah. the shut, shut down, down tier two shut <laughs> down tier three it's, yeah it's very like Armageddon there. <laughs> oh my yeah. god totally yeah, this doesn't always happen but uh but sometimes right yeah. well you're like, like the party that I was planning to... is now just like a race right <laughs> yeah. like I thought it was gonna be the party well, that's why my birthday party had like 50 people. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but then, and then sometimes it just becomes the more the merrier and like you change 100%. the tenor of the party. And oh my goodness. And it was so it's fun. And yeah. Every yeah. single party we've thrown at Carachan been super fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you have your birthday? Um, friends of mine own a really amazing um, event space called Lee's. Um, it's on the second floor of a building in Chinatown on Canal Street. Oh, awesome. Um, and it's a it, it's a private dining space. So amazing. it's just for private events. Um, Filed away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great venue. And they have like a kitchen there. Um, and then, you know, our good friend Danny Bowen. Um, we got food for Mission Chinese. Awesome. and. Yeah, it was That's just super great. fun. That's another good tip because um, it can get really nerve-wracking cooking for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about the semi-entertaining, <laughs> um, which is like to just get food or order food from someone else or, or like the main course from someone else and uh-huh. make the sides. Like don't be afraid to like get help from other people or have your friends come early and help you cook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like don't, I think feel like people feel pressure to like do it all themselves right. or, totally or else they're totally going to be a failed that. entertainer yeah. or something or not a good host. But no, like use help. Like yeah. it was like my birthday party was headache free because I didn't have to think about the food it's or so making great. the food. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, we. I think 
Were you there when we when I threw this dinner party in LA? There's all these, you know, amazing Middle Eastern chicken restaurants. You can just yeah. go get incredible chicken oh and then like make a bunch of salads and yeah, sides exactly. and stuff. Exactly. So you're not like yeah, yeah so what yeah. how hot is my bird? Or, yeah, yeah, you know. exactly. It's like, uh the one's like, is gonna be done in time. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. doing the entree is a great idea. Yeah. That you could even just do like some antipasti, exactly. pick up some cheese exactly. and olives and then you like well, you went to a party recently where they had they were just serving fried chicken from like KFC. Oh yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's so fun. And then they didn't know how to make a hollandaise, so I had to make the. Hollandaise. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they were like they, also they were like what they made. made was asparagus, and they were like, so we're making asparagus. Who knows how to make a hollandaise? We <laughs> asparagus with fried chicken. Yes, yeah. it was like cool. you know, and a bunch of sides. Okay, and stuff okay, from okay. KFC. Oh, I thought it was just asparagus. No, no, like, no. <laughs> they chose one like seasonal vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cute and healthy. No, yeah. they did like you know the whole sides because if you're gonna order from KFC, then like you want mac and cheese and biscuits and all that stuff and, yeah but yeah it's also i think then people feel a little like ooh, guilty like yeah yeah you know having some fried chicken whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um you can also always do i love to throw a party where you just yeah you have like your salumi whatever just some apps around your apartment or your house and then go to like shake shack or like five guys and just pick up a bunch of Definitely. burgers and then like yeah. pour all the fries to a giant salad bowl oh that sounds so fun so silly and fun yeah, yeah i'm getting so hungry and i mean people get so excited about shake shack or, or even like fried right. chicken or even yeah. chicken from this one place that's popular right. right that's like exciting and now that we're all foodies we all know what exactly. those places are right yeah. wait so talk to us about atmosphere because yeah you know obviously when you're I, sorry <laughs> atmosphere <laughs> um you know when you're throwing a party it's it's not just the food it's not just right. the alcohol it's not just the guest list it's also like this sort of idea of conviviality of like bringing people together but that is our in... favorite word which i'm glad you guys recognize that <laughs> oh my God. Well, i feel like that's the point of this podcast we're just chasing down yeah, yeah. what is it because you it's, know yeah this is called having a night and it's like yeah. what makes you say i just that was a night it's yeah, like this weird sure. yeah yeah I think it's a multi-pronged approach. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, like the, the guest list is big. Like you know, you want people to be able to connect with the people that they already know, but also make new friends and make a conversation. Um, the food is really important. The drink, the drinks are very important, um, and then the atmosphere. Right? It's like. Is, does it feel vibey? Jade makes fun of me that vibey is like my favorite word, but um, it is. Um, I mean, I always keep it simple with the vibey. That's that's Can kind of candles it. go a long way. Yeah, go a super long way to create vibe. Um, so I always have candles and then flowers. Um, mm -hmm. You can go really simple, like all red roses or um, farmers market flowers yeah, yeah. or and those two things. I always have at a party, of, you know, at my apartment, and it goes such a long way. And like the flowers, let's say, like, do you put them in, like, you just put them in vases, like, all over yeah. your apartment? Well, so one of the great things about living in New York, and not only is that there's an amazing flower market. Um, oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I think it's like on 26th, yeah, around yeah. there. Yeah, and 6th Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or six um, and uh, you can pick up really cheap vases, you can pick up really cheap flowers. Mm -hmm. um, and I just have like a wide range of vases that I've picked up. From there over the years and I just kind of mix and match and yeah yeah sometimes I'll do like the long stem roses and like a big vase and yeah I will say one point to vibe yeah not touched on is I think music has like the largest impact right yeah um and an interesting idea that is really done I mean the only place I know is Tokyo Record Bar but right all of the guests there get to select from mm -hmm. their 
uh, catalog. And that idea, I think, is really interesting if you were to have a party where everyone brings their favorite record. Or maybe it's, maybe it's not a record. Who has records anymore? But like, if they bring their favorite CD well, or if they... Right. Or People they like send you ahead of time. I think Spotify has um, uh, like a... A thing where they can... You yeah, can it's called the a, potluck. Or oh, something like that. That's so where, where everyone idea. can be on it and like add music to it or something like that. That's sort of such a fun idea to do like a, ahead of a party. Yeah. yeah. So then when everybody gets to the playlist, yeah, yeah, just starts yeah. playing. But also it's a way for people because when you come into a party, it's like, oh, this is Sue's party. She's like had a hand in everything. It's really like her vision. But that is a way for your guests to be like, oh, I'm also like contributing. That's yeah. so true. I think yeah. like an interactive feature, whether it's like everyone's curating the playlist or it's like there's just a bar and you can make your own drink. I think that makes people feel special and it's not intimidating in a way like oh bring a bottle of wine can be intimidating for some people yeah (laughs) but so on the music subject let's say that you're hosting a dinner what kind of music do you play how loud do you have it Ari and I always argue about this you never want to play music I like to have music but I you know what it's because my dad is German and he's like if I ever owned a bar I just want to have it be silent (laughs) (laughs) like so that's not a bar that's like just people drinking alone (laughs) but I think but it's like if ever we go to a restaurant and there's music playing he's like (laughs) which is always but um but so like what do you like what do you guys do not not at like a party party but like at a dinner party that's more quiet like just friends not quiet but just, that's just like hanging out for myself there's always music i mean even if there's going to be like 10 people in here i'll keep music and it'll be super low no one okay. will, yeah i'll know it's playing but also maybe this is like a somewhat narcissistic it's usually whatever i was gonna say maybe it's narcissistic but i'll play stuff that i think someone will like that they don't know yet mm-hmm. right so they'll be like oh what is, what this? is this and i'm like oh you don't know and yeah <gasps> That's um, such th- i like that idea but it's something that someone would like be into but they're not yet acquainted with yeah yeah and that's also a good conversation starter i think music yeah. is also an opportunity for conversation for sure mm-hmm. yeah. for sure quickly back to lighting mm-hmm. yeah so Let's say you don't have candles. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I don't even know what you do if you don't have candles. What would you do? But also, some people only have scented candles, and I oh, hate no. that. Yeah. You cannot well, use scented candles. candles when you can get the religious candles, yes, which I, I love. love those because they're don't have so to worry cheap. About wax filling. Exactly. Or just getting tea lights, and I just have like a a bag of tea lights. Yeah. Um, and I just put them around, and yeah. 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 There are such easy ways to do it. It's true. I think people. I, I can imagine people being like, oh, but like then I need candlesticks. And it's like, no, 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 no. no, no. You don't want to go the candle. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have candlesticks, too, though, because I, I have do one. Too. Yeah, I have these beautiful candlesticks that. that are somewhere over there. They're like these mini copper uh-huh. like stands yeah. fall over 100% oh, no. of the time. I'm like, oh, and, no. and they dri- get so drippy. That's the thing. True. Then I'll put on a cute no. tablecloth and then it's, or just on the wood. And yeah. There's wax everywhere. Yeah. But yes, no scented candles and just those cheap ones totally work. Yeah. Oh, themes, right? Yeah. That's a fun one to talk through. Yeah. I love interactive. Well, I'm now talking about like personal life parties. Yeah, no, no, no. I love interactive parties. Like I love, um, I've been big into fish tacos and making fish tacos. Mm -hmm. So the last dinner party through, um, we made Baja fish tacos and, and you know, have all the, like the tortillas and the salsas and the crema and everything kind of like laid out for people to make their own, um, uh, taco, which is really fun and interactive. Yes. I've done like a dumpling making party where it's for a friend's birthday, um, where people like helped make dumplings and a lot of people were like, Oh, I'd never done this before. And Mm -hmm. it was like a good way to also kind of like break the ice and for different people to meet um, and help. 
Um, and then I'm also big on ice cream sundae bars. Ah, uh, that sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah, so just like a ton of ice cream, a ton of toppings. That's cones. really fun. We've never done that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Yeah. I it's a crowd favorite because everyone yeah. loves ice cream, and yeah. then to have and you can personalize people like can, it. exactly, yeah. and then personalization is huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody can like Instagram theirs. Yeah, Sunday. exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, but I do think that's like yeah, interactive things. People. Actually, my friend, we threw a Christmas party together this year, and we had never thrown a party before, and it was, like, a, so fun. Yeah. But she was insisting that we have, like, a cookie decorating area. I stayed there the whole time. Yeah, and people loved it. Right, because it's just people can sit, and then they can interact, but if they're by themselves, then they can sort of, like, do their own thing and yeah. not feel shy about being in the corner for a minute. Um, yeah, I love that. I love a DIY BLT. Uh, just oh, like, mostly because the acronyms, but yeah, <laughs> yeah just because yeah, yeah. you just yeah. it's so simple. Yeah. So, do you guys do like heavily themed parties ever? Uh, I like. I'm not a costume party person because mm-hmm. I'm just not a costume person, and then I feel like maybe some people won't come because they're yes. also not costume people. Are really people. By costumes. Um, when I say costume party in my head, I go straight back to college, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, CEOs or office hosts or whatever. (laughs) Terrible themes, which like in the Me Too age would not have been okay. Whatever, it was 2004 to 8. But but guys could be the office hosts too, right? And the women could be the CEOs. You're right. right. Why did it have to be gender? You're right. So it's like, that would actually be funny if it could only be female CEOs. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yes. And men just wearing like cut off suits. Yeah, Yeah, really short short suits. Yeah, exactly. No. Bottoms. They hand out like photocopied images of their junk. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. But yeah, it doesn't always have to be costume related. Like, yeah, I always do food themes. Those are my only yes. themes. Yeah, or like tell people. I mean, the natural wine thing. I always tell people bring natural. Wine. I don't know if that's a theme, but or just a preference. <laughs> what like food theme? Well, I guess you said Chinese food, yeah. or like like a Cinco de Mayo situation. Yeah, I've like done that. that before. Like Fourth of July, obviously like a barbecue situation. But um, you can really make anything can, sort of themed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the Baja fish tacos, it was actually Baja Mexico and Amalfi Coast themed. Oh, so I we love had that. like margaritas and Baja fish tacos, and then um, aperol spritzes, and some people brought like Italian wine. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was like right. It was when the weather was still really cold, and you know we all needed to pretend like we were somewhere yeah, else. Exactly. My God, be by a sun hat. So depressing. <laughs> um, so let's say it's a Thursday, and you've decided to like have a bunch of people over for dinner on Friday. What would you cook? Oh man. Or what would you do? Or what would you pick up? What would I pick up? Yeah. What would I pick I, up? Whatever. Either. Um, I really like to go to, for a last minute meal like that. I love to go to the farmers market and just like get inspired by the season. Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I mean, roasting things are always the easiest way. Or um, I'm lucky in that like I have a roof deck and so we have a barbecue there. So grilling something is super. Oh, that's awesome. Quick and easy. Oh my um, God. Uh, pasta. People love pasta. Mm-hmm. Oh, once I made just like a, it was in the winter, like a big pot of soup for like a Sunday night dinner. That was really popular because it was nice to just like have like a hearty stew. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
in one pot is really yeah. Nice. You know what's also really fun for parties to make, and it's super easy. It just takes a lot, a little bit of time um, and planning ahead. The bosom from the most yeah. yeah. we've done it. Yeah, we did yeah, that yeah, Super yeah. Bowl party. Yeah, we did the bosom. Yeah, we did like bosom. Nachos is oh, also yeah. good too because yeah. those are super easy to make and it's like interactive and people can you know. That's true. And my friend Sarah so Law had a nacho party for her birthday not too long ago. That was really fun. Yeah. So like, what was the nacho party like? Everybody made their own plate of nachos. Well, she made like a couple different types of nachos. Like uh-huh. there was like a um, like a vegan queso nacho. Oh, it was wow. like a cauliflower like queso. Oh. Um, it was so good. How um, was cauliflower then, suddenly like able to be made into I, any yeah. texture and we did, yeah, possible? And we didn't know that prior to like <laughs> six months ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is scientists yeah. at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you talking about like the cauliflower pizza dough or something? Well, yeah, that's pizza like cauliflower dough, pizza dough. Oh, really? Cauliflower fried rice, <laughs> cheese. It's like, oh my, cauliflower hummus. <laughs> like, my friend texted me the other day. He was like, all I'm eating is cauliflower in different forms. Yeah. Like, I feel so bad for is everybody sitting around. Uh, Brussels sprouts, perhaps? It yeah. may be. Yeah. But it's sort of like, I feel like Brussels sprouts were not being changed from their original that's form. That's true, yeah. You know, they, Brussels, but Brussels sprouts were just like everywhere. I know, on every Brussels sprouts. But then sprouts I think Shishito is like the new Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the new Shishito? I thought that it was burrata for a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I feel like it was suddenly on oh, every like menu. Oh, suddenly on every menu. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Burrata is on a lot of menus. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It was last year. It was the Aperol Spritz. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, Negroni on tap. Spritz menu. Yep, <laughs> Negroni's on tap. Barrel aged Negronis. <laughs> Honestly, the world, you're killing me. I know. It's like, I know. It, it gets really silly. So predictable. That's why you should throw a party at home. Yeah. What are like your top three things to make a party more vibey? Yeah. At home. More vibey. Yeah. More I'm loving this word vibey is now going to become like a yeah, yeah. word in our vocabulary. Well, I feel like we disagree a lot about atmosphere. And I, what's your disagreement about atmosphere? Well, I think it was actually a misunderstanding because I've always been like atmosphere to me means more than food sometimes because I cook so much and yeah. I just want to, if I'm going to go out, then I want it to be an experience. Yeah. And you're always like, no, I want the food to be really good. I don't care what the atmosphere is. But I'm like... The difference between atmosphere and interiors, like yes, I would rather have go to a hole in the wall and have really good food, but to me that is positive atmosphere. When I say I like right. atmosphere, it doesn't mean I need subway tile and candles and light bulbs. And you know? so that's what we realized was a misunderstanding. It's vibe. It's what I'm saying is because to me, I'm like, I would mean... so much rather go to a hole in the wall that has awesome food. And like you said, that is part of the atmosphere, but also sometimes those hole in the walls, like. Some like Spicy Village, for instance, yeah, is yeah. like that is a great atmosphere. But some places feel way more well, sterile. And Dumpling Galaxy is like right, oh, but, like bright lights, right? right. Like, but like, like maybe a little dirty, and, <laughs> right? But I still would rather have that. Well, I feel like you guys are talking about character. Like you want character, yes, right? Yes. I think we didn't have the right yeah, word because yeah, yeah. I think we actually do want the same thing. Yeah, in of this course, yeah, yeah. Like you guys want character. Vibe is, I feel like it feels plush. Like that's like a word. It's like the uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, it's uh-huh. like character is like what the space has with. Out people and then vibe is once you bring in the once you bring those things oh, guys, in. That's this is what, really yeah. Jay, that was smart. On the Are we cracking the code? We crack the code. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. smart. Yeah. 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 So Wait. then to create the good vibe, I think you need right. like a, the the right people. And I'm not yeah. like that sounds uh, like we're when you're like the right people, like the good like a good group who are, yeah. have a chemistry together. You yeah. know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Have who have like chemistry together. Yeah. Um, so that and then I think like some sort of 
theme activity experience, like something that like, like you're only serving martinis or you're only serving this, or it is a costume thing or it's the Italian theme. Like your friend did like just something that like makes it special. Yeah. Um, is it, and it could be as yeah, big or point of small. View. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, and then candles. <laughs> That's great. Candles. Some, some little thing to make it special. Yeah. yeah. People who you think are fucking great. And candles. candles. Yeah. Oh my God. Guys, a little bit of fire. We solved it. <laughs> we solved it. Cracking codes left. We're, we're going to start a business called Care of Sophie and Ari, and we just rip, we never talk to you again, we just rip off everything that you do. Yes. <laughs> and it's really so shady. Any client comes to you like, well, we're doing this. Like, you know what? Candles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when you guys are not listening, yeah. it's like, it's just candles. It's just candles. We've forgotten yeah. it. But if you think about it, it's like, you know, like, the people are the connection that you'll make, right? And then um, the experience is the memory of the event that you'll have. Yeah. And then the candles are like the warmth. And like, actually, um, in Danish culture, I'm sure you guys have heard this word. Huga. Huga. Exactly. Which is... The, Sounds like we're just going like... <laughs> <laughs> which is like the that warm feeling and yeah. candles is a big part of that. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Lighting yeah. is huge. It is. It is. Yeah. I'd also sub out candles for booze. Candle uh, booze offers warmth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is true. Yeah. Booze yes. always. Yeah. The lights start to dim when yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It offers the same effect just over a period yeah, yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah. I mean booze is a we can add in a fourth. Yeah. I think a fourth yeah. is booze. Yeah. But that goes without yes. saying. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or you get your friends hot stoned and then they love everything that you made. You know? yeah. yeah. Just like a little X factor, if you will. Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.